0: Click Part 16, The Guest House, The Living Room, 5 o'clock p.m., September 5th. Did Mom tell you I'm having a sleepover party tonight? Todd asked Claire. She was lying on the white, L-shaped couch, flipping through the TV channels and eating mint chocolate chip ice cream. Claire rolled her eyes. I'm going out with my new friend Lane, she said. Todd reached over and tried to force his spoon into the carton, but Claire blocked him with her elbow. Wait, how many people are coming over, Claire asked. She found it hard to believe he already knew enough people to invite to a party. Eleven, Todd said. Twelve of Steen Levine can get out of his stepbrother's bar mitzvah dinner. Todd lunged again, knocking Claire's spoon out of the way and scooped the biggest chunk of chocolate there was. Claire didn't flinch. How do you have twelve friends already, Claire asked. The raisins, Todd said, I told you. Kendra knocked lightly on the front door, letting herself in before anyone could answer. She was wearing a pair of crisp-looking black pants and a baby blue cashmere sweater, said. Even when she was just spending the day at home, she still looked perfectly put together. As soon as Claire spotted Kendra, she took her feet off the couch and sat up straight. My mom's in home, Claire said. Actually, I came to see you, Claire. Kendra's voice was calm and smooth. Oh, Claire squeaked with surprise you did. "'Every Friday night, Macy has a sleepover, and I'd like you to come tonight,' Kendra said. "'This is, of course, if you don't already have plans.' "'Thanks, but I'm sure Macy doesn't want me at her party,' Claire said. "'Who would?' Todd said. "'Shut up,' Claire mumbled. "'She pinched her brother on the arm and kicked him off the couch. "'None of this fazed Kendra. She was all business.' "'I insist,' Kendra said, and Macy insists. "'Come by 7.30 p.m. and don't worry about a sleeping bag. "'We'll have everything you need.' "'Macy insists?' Claire asked. "'Yes.' "'Okay,' Claire said. "'Thanks.' Wait, I thought you already had plant. Todd tried to say, but Claire kicked him off the couch again before he could finish. The instant Claire heard the front door close, she jumped off the couch and ran upstairs to her bedroom. She grabbed a jumble of clothes off the chair in front of her desk, tossed them onto the floor, and sat down at the computer. As soon as she moved the mouse, her dancing banana screensaver melted away, revealing her wallpaper, a picture of her friends back home. and the picture, of Sarah, Sari, and Mandy were sitting at the speedboat, waving at the camera. Their cheeks were all squished because their life jackets were too tight and their hair was matted down with spray. They had their arms around each other and they were smiling, big, goofy smiles. Just like in that picture made Claire's chest feel tight, she hadn't called them since school started because she was scared she'd cry when she heard their voices. She was about to IM them and ask them how she should cancel her plans with Lane, but she knew they'd just tell her not to. they tell her to forget about Macy and her snobby friends and Claire didn't feel like explaining why she couldn't. Shame forced her to come with an excuse all on her own. Claire started looking around for Lane's number. "'I know, Lane. It totally sucks,' Claire said in the white cardless box. "'Especially on a Friday night,' she said, paced back and forth in her bedroom, stepping lightly to avoid the creaking hardwood floors. "'I'd be happy to come over and help you babysit if you want,' Lane offered. "'Uh, that's probably not such a good idea,' Claire rubbed her nose. "'Todd is really sick and highly contagious. Bummer.'" Claire paced again. She couldn't tell if Lane knew she was lying. Can we do something tomorrow? Claire asked. Sure, around noon. Perfect, Claire said. Thanks for being so understanding. No big, Lane said. And then Lane started to say something else, but Claire didn't hear a word of it. Claire was so nervous, she'd already hung up. Click, part 17. The Block Estate, Main House, 8 p.m., September 5th. Claire arrived at the sleepover half an hour late because she didn't want to seem anxious. By the time she got there, everyone was already in the living room dancing on the brown leather couches. Claire could see them through the big picture window when she knocked on the side door. No one answered. She figured they couldn't hear her the music was probably up too loud. She reasoned. So Claire opened the door, cracked, and poked her head in. Hello? She said. Hello? The house smelled warm and sweet like chocolate chip cookies. In here, Claire. Kendra called back. Claire walked in the living room and instantly felt the muscles tense. She was wearing her favorite blue and white sleep print pajamas. Macy, Dylan, Alicia, and Kristen were fully dressed. Pop music blasted from the speakers that hung at every corner, and a giant glass bowl of popcorn was sitting on the glass coffee table. Heaps of clothes were spread all across the floor. All right, girls, Kendra said, lowering the volume of the stereo. Break is over. I need help backing this stuff up. Kendra began picking pieces of clothing off the floor, one by one, dark denim jeans, candy-covered, Colored sweaters, wool coats and nylon jackets, designer print t-shirts, stretchy shirts, and knit doggy clothes. She'd hold each one up in front of the for a brief second and then quickly fold it into a crisp rectangle and place it neatly in one of the many cardboard boxes that sat on the floor. The other girls were half-heartedly doing the same. Claire was hypnotized. No one acknowledged her except for Bean, who ran up to her and sniffed her toes. Hi, Bean. Claire clutched down to pat the dog. Before Claire was able to make contact, Macy let out a high-pitched whistle, and Bean scampered back to her mistress. Claire, we're so glad you could come, Kendra said. Macy glanced up. Nice jammies, she said, and then she went back to folding. Not one of the other girls even looked her way. Why are you getting rid of that, Macy asked Dylan. You just bought it on Labor Day. It makes me look fat. Dylan held the thick, white cashmere sweater in her arms so she could see it in front of a distance. The price tag dangled off the sleeve. What was I thinking, buying white? Let me see. Maybe I'll take it, Kristen said. She held the sweater beside her face and the girls shook their heads. No. Into the box it goes, Kristen said. She bit off the $300 price tag and handed the sweater to Kendra. What are you guys doing? Claire finally asked. No one said a word until Kendra cleared her throat in a very loud, you better say something now sort of way. We host an auction here every year to raise money for OCD scholarships, Macy said. Looks like you're getting rid of a lot, Claire said. Well, of course we are. All of this is last season, Alicia said. After we're done, we're going on a shopping spree to replace it all with brand new stuff. "'Claire felt a rush of panic rip through her body, "'the kind she'd felt when she waved back to Andy Jeffries, "'her sk- sixth-grade crush, "'before she realized he was waving at Becky Manning. "'It was the same general feeling of cluelessness. "'She had been wearing the same pair of gap jeans "'for a year and a half up until the paint incident. "'No one had told her clothes were like a milk cheese "'with the best date date in the shelf-like. "'The only time she ever threw anything out "'was when it got stained or if it grew out of it. "'I have a bunch of stuff I can donate,' Claire offered. "'No,' the four girls said in unison. "'Claire cocked her head and scrunched her eyebrows.' "'The whole idea of the auctions to make money,' Alicia rolled her eyes. "'I know that,' Claire said. So "'I'll go get some things, and I'll be right back.'" Click, part 18, the block estate. The kitchen pantry, 9.15 p.m., September 5th. "'I don't understand why it's such a big deal to you,' Macy said to her mother. They were standing in the kitchen pantry, surrounded by cans of soup, bottles of mineral water, bags of pretzels, and bags of doggy biscuits, which Bean was sniffing. For some reason, this was always the place her mother chose to talk to Macy was about to be in trouble for something." She is a guest in our home, not to mention a very lovely girl. I know you'll really like her if you give her a chance, Kendra said. One of her hands rested on the thick wood countertop. The other was on her tiny waist. She was wearing a black, juicy suit and a pearly choker. Mom, why don't you stop worrying about her so much and start thinking about how all matchmaking is affecting me, Macy said. Her voice shook as she spoke and she was scared. If she said any more, she would start to cry. It's like you care about her happiness more than you care about mine. Macy stormed out of the pantry and locked herself in the yellow and white downstairs bathroom. She sprayed some French rose water on her face and gently dabbed it dry with a fluffy yellow towel, making sure to pat, not rub. She'd once read in 17 that it was a crime against beauty to wipe your face with a towel because it pulled the skin and caused wrinkles. Mace, Christian called through the door. We're going out to the cabana to set up. You coming? Macy cleared her throat and forced her voice to sound normal. Go ahead, she called back. I'll see you guys there in a bit. Macy sat down on top of the closed toilet and read old tissues of town and country for about ten minutes until she heard her mother go upstairs for the night. When she opened the door, Bean was right there waiting for her. Macy was about to head outside to the cabana when she heard a a noise coming from the living room. She slid off her flip-flops to avoid slapping noises and carried Bean to her arms so the tags and charms around her Gucci collar wouldn't claim. She figured Christian would snuck back in and swipe a few things out of the box, just like she'd done the year before, and she wanted to catch her in the act. Macy poked her head through the doorway of the living room. Ribbons of yellow light sent from lamp lampposts on the front lawn broke up the darkness and helped Macy see the box. Seeing she spotted it, there, all alone, in the middle of the big room, a wave of loneliness filled the pit of her stomach. She got the same feeling around Christmas when she look at the tree in the middle of the night. Something about seeing it all tall and proud, decorated with lights, surrounded by presents, seemed so depressing, like looking at someone who was dressed up, nowhere to go. Macy heard someone brush up against the cardboard. She leaned in to get a closer look. It was Claire. She was kneeling beside a box and feeding it folded sweaters. She had a soft, semi-smile on her face. She looked both peaceful and proud. At least they both have company. Macy whispered in the Beans' bat-like ear. She gave Bean a squeeze and slowly crept away. Click. Part nineteen. The Block Estate Cabana. Number three. 10:15 p.m. September 5th. Sorry it took so long. Macy shut off the flashlight and put Bean on the floor. I had to take her for a walk. Four sleeping bags were laid out in the spokes like a, of a bicycle wheel, and Beans' white sleep skin, sheepskin bed was in the center. A glass bowl filled with butter-flavored soy crisps and Junior Mints, the ultimate combo, was on Dylan's lap. They were in the middle of an intense round of what would you rather. Okay, what would you rather, Alicia asked, a condition that makes you snore 24-7 or a condition that makes you fall down every 24 seconds? Snore, Dylan said. Snore, Christian agreed. What would you rather, have long curly pigtails or chihuahua ears sticking out of the top of your head, Christian said. The tail will be having one big panty line all the time, so I'm going with chihuahua ears. Alicia said, Tail for me, Dylan said. I already look like a pig, so I may as well just go with it. She snorted and stuffed a handful of soy crisps and junior mints in her mouth. You do not look like a pig, Kristen snapped. You just smell like one, Macy was trying to lighten the mood. The last thing she needed right now was for the night to turn into yet another Dr. Phil session about Dylan and her insecurities. I have one, Macy offered. What would you rather be, A, completely and utterly friendless, or B, someone with tons of friends who secretly hate you? The other girls were silently waiting their options, but Macy knew her answer right away. She would pick B, no question. In both scenarios, she'd have no friends, but at least in the second scenario, she wouldn't be alone. I'd definitely pick Friendless Loser, Alicia flipped her hair. I wouldn't want to live a lie. Same with me, Christian agreed. Ditto, Dylan said. What about you, Macy? Friendless Loser, of course, Macy added an eye roll for believability. Claire walked into the cabana holding her CD case. Macy saw her examine the sleeping bag situation. What a great setup, Claire's cheeks were flushed from. Running in the different houses. This is so much better than my brother's setup. You should see Claire stopped talking when she counted four sleeping bags instead of five. Macy watched tiny pulses beat like the heart of the side of Claire's jaw. Claire, what would you rather be? Alicia asked. A friendless loser or person with tons of friends who secretly don't like you. Person with tons of friends who secretly don't like you. She don't like me, she said quickly the other girls exchanged a look and macy couldn't decide if she thought claire's honesty was brave or stupid congratulations you're halfway there the friend part is the only thing you're missing alicia tossed off coldly alicia looked at macy for approval because her comment was nasty 10 times worse but she got nothing macy's attention was on the zipper of her sleeping bag which she was pretending to struggle with i'm kidding claire Alicia said it was a joke i'm sorry Let me take a second. This is a podcast, so I guess we can talk through it. Let me just talk about the fact that that literally... Was not a joke. That sentence alone would have shattered me completely. That sentence alone. A person with tons of friends who secretly don't like you, and she said, Congratulations, you're halfway there. The friends part is the only thing you're missing. That sentence would break me. And then the fact that she was like, It was a joke. Oh, my gosh. If someone said that to me, I'd be like, shut up, slap them, then walk out. Oh, that's heartless. I know, right? She's heartless. What a joke, right? Jeez. Oh, my God. Honestly, these girls are, like, giving me severe phobias of being girls now. Oh, my God. They're, like, heartless. Jesus. Okay. Anyways, continuing on. Oh, is that what it was? Claire's face was bright red and her voice was calm. Where I come from, jokes are funny. Christian laughed, but was instantly silenced by Alicia's glare. Oh, okay, that that was, I guess, a good comeback. Did you hear it? Did you hear the comeback? No. What? Oh, she said it was a joke, and she goes, "Well, where I'm from, jokes are funny." Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Where I'm from, it's through that. Pretty right. Are there any more sleeping bags? Claire asked, turning towards Macy. Your mom said you had extras. In the closet by the bathroom, Macy said, Everyone sat there for a second. I'm moving. Guess what I have? Dylan broke the silence. She waved a piece of paper around in the air. Cute coma guy's phone number. No way. Let me call. Alicia pulled the paper out of Dylan's hands, and the girls gathered around Alicia so they could all listen in. I can't believe I'm about to talk to the hottest guy on Young and Reckless, Alicia whispered to her friends. Hello? A guy's voice answered. It's him, Alicia Mouth. Oh, uh, yeah, this is May, your dead wife. I know you and Melanie did, and as soon as you come out of that coma, I will haunt you for the rest of your life. The girls laughed so hard they shook. Macy snuck a peek at Claire, who was setting up her sleeping bag outside the circle. Another man's voice got online. Honey, who is this? He asked. Alicia slammed the phone down and shouted, oh my god, cute coma guy is gay. Someone sh <laughs> Dude. Stop that's so funny <laughs> Someone should tell his mistress Melanie That her boy Isn't who she thinks he is Christian said Speaking of boys I can't believe you're going to Riding with Gallois Farns With Chris Abley tomorrow Dylan rolled her over On her sleeping bag As so she was lying on her stomach Her knees were bent And her chin was propped up On one of the hands The other girls assumed The same position So all their heads Faced each other What are we going to wear Christian asked I don't know I haven't really thought about it Macy said Claire was tempted to shout Please i watched you try on outfits All week in my bedroom window But she didn't What if she tries to kiss you What if he tries to kiss you? Dylan asked. He is 15, you know. Then I'll kiss him back. Macy smeared a glob of lip gloss on her lips like a cunning soap opera seductress and attacked her pillow. Ew! And laughter filled the room. What? I'm (laughs) so (laughs) sorry. This is the fact that everyone's like, oh my gosh, what if he kisses you? And then I kiss him back. Ew! Like, what are you guys like? Macy lifted her head out of the pillow and smoothed her disheveled hair a few cherries to rub on your lips and you'll be good to go dylan looked at christian with her hands clasped together and like she was a starving beggar will you guys stop bugging me about this homemade cosmetics company thing christian said you've been driving me crazy yeah dylan made the idea of becoming rich and powerful isn't christian's thing macy said right now i'm all i'm interested in is getting an a christian said she looked at her friends pleading faces and let out a heavy sigh let's just say i agreed what would we call it What about homebody, Dylan said. It'd be, you know, ironic because people would wear it when they were going out. I think it should be something more glamorous, Macy said. Don't you, Christian? Dylan rolled her eyes and took a tiny squirrel-sized bite of one of those last soy chips. I totally agree, Christian nodded. What about shimmer down? Claire asked. No one responded. I've got it, Macy announced. Glambition. I love it, Christian smiled. Me too, Alicia added. Dylan and Claire were silent. Like let's do it I christian lifted hurt. her bottle up here mm-hmm. and the rest of the girls did the same to glambition they clinked their bottles and gulped their lemon limes seltzers the fizz burned against their throats and they let out a big awe ah. when they finished swallowing then everyone changes their pajamas except for alicia who stayed in her t-shirt and bra they started setting into their sleeping bags does anyone want to wear hear a ghost story claire asked from across the room sure macy said before the other girls could protest can I borrow that flashlight, Claire asked Macy. Yep, Macy said, I'll get it. She was a little more agreeable than usual, and Claire couldn't help wondering why. Can we turn off all the lights, Claire? Allow me, Macy said with a half-smile. Once the room was pitch black, Claire positioned the flashlight under her chin and turned it on. The red reflection from the flashlight makes you look like Satan. Alicia said, I am Satan, Claire growled in a slow, scary whisper. Now I want you all to lay down. Yes, teacher, Christian sing-songed. Giggles broke out. Okay ready, she asked without expecting an answer. A guy driving into the movies with his girlfriend one night and it starts to thunder. Suddenly a flash of lightning strikes and the street lights go out. It's totally blackout. Claire paused for a dramatic effect before continuing. They decided to pull over to the side of the empty highway to wait until the storm lightens up a bit. They start making out because there's really nothing else for them to do when suddenly the car radio comes on by itself and Claire was cut off by Alicia's sneeze, the word boring. Zee! Dylan made a snoring noise. Me, 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 me. Christian joined in by the point Alicia, Dylan, Christian, and Macy were in complete hysterics and Claire was lying on her back staring at the ceiling fan. Eventually the laughter died down and hush fell over the room. I'm tired, Dylan said, and then everyone was silent. Macy hated this part of sleepovers—the winding down She hated being the last one awake So usually she would ask one of the girls a question That required a really long answer And while they were talking, she would try to fall asleep But before Macy had a chance, Alicia broke the silence By making a loud fart noise with her mouth Claire, she said, was that you? The girls laughed, but in a tired, lazy way Actually, Alicia, I thought it was your boobs rubbing together Claire said Okay <laughs> That was like the worst. question back ever that comeback was not needed <laughs> no, <it> was not. <laughs> <laughs> i i can't the fact that she's <laughs> using that as a diss hey alicia you have big boobs <laughs> you loser like wow honestly thank honest you to god that's, that's <laughs> thank really you. That anyways macy buried her face in the pillow so no one would hear her laugh i wish it was your thighs rubbing together on your way back to o-town alicia snapped after that no one said anything macy couldn't tell if everyone had fallen asleep or if they were just pretending she held her breath for a second so she could listen to any whimpering sounds that might be coming from claire but there weren't any macy felt vaguely uneasy and she knew sleep was out of the question she pulled bean close and thought of the first time she'd seen the dog in the pet store window bean was no bigger than a hamster but she was in a cage with two golden retrievers and a jack russell terrier every time she went to play with one of the squeaky toys the other dogs yapped at her so she would drop it but Bean never did. Even when she got pounced down and clawed, she held on to that toy as hard as she could. That toy was what she wanted and wasn't letting go. Macy admired that fighting quality in a dog, but at the same time, it made her heart hurt in a way she couldn't quite figure it out. But she found herself feeling the exact same thing about Claire. Macy heard something stirring. She closed her eyes three quarters of the way so whoever it was wouldn't know she was awake. It was Claire. She was rolling her sleeping bag up as quietly as po- she possibly could. After three rolls she'd pause, check to see that no one was had woken up, and then she'd roll some more. Once she was packed up, she slipped out the front door. Macy wanted to make sure no one else was awake, then got up. Where are you going? Macy whispered. She said in the doorway with Bean and watched Claire walk barefoot across the damp grass. I can't sleep. I'm going home, Claire paused. I mean, I'm going to your guest house macy looked over at the sleeping friends she closed the door behind speaking again why don't you stay we were just joking around we do it to everyone macy said i'd rather sleep on a mattress than a floor claire lied macy could hear the way she was holding back tears well if you've got to go use my flashlight for the walk home macy said hold on i'll run inside and get it macy walked back into the house confused it wasn't her fault if claire had social problems right so why did she suddenly feel the weird desire to help her macy found the flashlight where claire had been lying. She walked outside in the cold grass. I found it, Macy whispered, but Bean's jingling collar was all that she heard. Claire, Macy said into the night air. Claire, the sound of her own voice echoed in her head and it sounded creepy, like it didn't belong to her. Maybe because she'd said Claire's name with a trace of concern. Maybe because it was the first time she called someone's name and gotten no response. Or maybe because she felt like a Christmas tree.